Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. senseless war and yes we're fighting terrorism what about the quiet racism dividing among ourselves somebody's crying for help heaven is listening heaven is watching Well, hello, and happy, happy 2020. Wow, it's been a long time, right? So we're excited to be here. Hey, how you doing, Pop? Hello, big daddy. How you doing? Doing fine. How you doing? You, you're in the 2020, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Pops is still staying. He's still holding his ground, y'all. He's still holding his ground. So we, we refuse to give up. And we refuse to lay down. Watch, there's been lots of things going on. Uh, some of you um, just don't realize how blessed we are to be, to be, just to be. Lots of things have happened over the long, long transition of a new de- decade. That's right, not just a new year, a new decade. And um, can I tell you that it has been trying times. I tell you, when I tell you, when I tell you, my mother used to say, whoa, is me. And I tell you, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but like I said, I'm glad to still be here. There's a lot of people who did not make it, uh, didn't make it. We're going to start off with a little house cleaning. Um, if you have business accounts that have been dormant, for some years, those old Christmas accounts, those accounts that you just didn't, you know, you open them up. Uh, there was a, you walked into a store and they say, hey, listen, we want you to open up a a credit card comp, uh, uh, with us and we'll give you $100. And they put the $100 in an account for you for Christmas or however, uh, millions of people, and I say millions of people, have money that they don't even know that exists. Well, each year, the state gets this money that's unclaimed, and they put it in a fund. And uh, they're supposed to spend money to send out notices, but that became a little bit costly. So there were companies that contracted with the 
federal government, uh, the uh, FDIC, which is the insurance company that insure your money when it's in the banks and say, or that's supposed to insure your money. Uh, So anyway, I want to let you know that if you don't claim that money, then it continues to get interest. I don't want to tell you the bad news, but you're no longer or you never did. Uh, Either you never did or you will no longer receive interest on that money because it's been unclaimed. And uh, But if you want the money, there are websites that you can go to that are not supposed to charge you just to tell you where your money is, how much money you have. You put your Social Security number in there, and they're supposed to – your date of birth, and they're supposed to tell you how much it is and what state this money's in. Sometimes people uh, – you'll have money – you know, you inherit money. You know, a nice uh, nurse may – uh, have a patient that she doesn't even know that would write her into her will and leave the money. And if there was, you know, any probate or anything like that, that money is sitting there. If they uh, were not able to get in contact with you, uh, the money stays there. And so go out and get your money. Another thing, those of you that have taken accounts that have been dormant, uh, that you have not uh, checked on for some time and it's just sitting there, be careful. Uh, yes, you may add a very important point to this, uh, Rihanna, because I'm going to go into why. So share, share, share your point. No one legitimate will ever call you or contact you about claiming this sort of money. No one from the government will ever right. call you, and they will never tell you to go and buy a gift card, for example, to pay for this money that you're supposed to get. So don't fall yeah. for scams. Well, well, yeah, this that that is – well, that's not where I was going, but even in Walmart now, um, since you brought that up, there's been so many scams in the uh, state right. of California with seniors that Walmart won't even allow you. Green Dot won't even allow you to send money uh, unless right. you know the person. And But, you know, this money is not money that you've won. Uh, this is not a lottery right. or anything like that. This is old bank accounts. A lot of times when we were kids, we opened these accounts. Our parents forgot about it. We forgot about it. And the money just sits there. And you don't have to pay anything to get it. Let me say that again. You don't have to pay anything. Anybody That's call right. you and tell you that you have this. Now, I will say that there were companies that at one time they used to contract with the state before Congress said, you know what, we're not going to pay them anything. We keep the money. We just keep the money and keep getting interest. But there were companies that would go on these computer um, websites for, that the government has that's available to anybody, and they would locate you. And they would tell you, hey, listen, I know where this money is. Don't, don't, even, don't even focus on that. But there were legitimate companies that would go and find this money that the government had that wasn't theirs. And for a finder's fee, they would try to locate the person uh, so that they could get that money, particularly money that you don't know. The reason why I brought this up is because uh, as you purchase things online, 
as you purchase things even in the stores. There are people who are lurking that will get your social – they will hear your social – your last four. They will get your, your information. Also, there are people who work in these places legitimately. They get a copy of your check. Believe it or not, I thank God for Texas once again. When you have uh, what we call personal banking, in a lot of states where you have small cities, uh, the people in the bank, they know you. They know how you work. They know how you communicate with them because you've been doing it for so long. They have a personal relationship with you. So uh, there are people who can call the bank and say, hey, you know what? I need you to transfer money from this account to that account, or I need you to raise my limit or you know, whatever like this. And you give the stated information, but there's also other little things that they know about you. And if it's something that sounds strange, they will do what they're supposed to do, which is block and freeze your account. Well, I am very blessed to have a uh, a company, a bank, that when a check comes in, if I had not called the bank president to let him know that such a check was being written, they will hold the check. I'll be known as to the person who is trying to get the funds or their bank, and they will contact me. They'll say, hey, Bishop, we got this down here. And so they did that over the weekend, well, you know, Friday. And I was like, no, I don't remember. No, and that's way out of the sequence of the check numbers, I believe. I'm not sure, but, you know, they said, well, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna not pay. I'd never written a check. No one in my office had ever written the check. No one knew anything about the check. The check was not even in a sequence that we used. Someone had made them up a check and decided to just put it in. And they had the routing numbers and all of the other numbers right. They just didn't have my number <laughs> to get permission. So, uh, you know, law enforcement, everyone will deal with it. But I'm just saying, be careful. Be careful. Because, you know, people believe that if they steal a little, then they can steal a lot. And, you know, sometimes a little they get away with because you're you're not even worried about it. I have a little Jewish uh, tendency to go over my um, accounts and, and look at things to make sure that the people's uh, business is being taken care of And uh, so Hopefully as the old people say Come Monday morning Somebody's going to go jail <laughs> But Wow is all I can say You going to try to take something from the bishop No <laughs> Not the right person Mm-mm-mm. So This has been a very 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 interesting new year to say the least. Rihanna, I am not going to even get started with your president. Um, oh, pardon me? <laughs> what president, president Obama, president? are you referring to? Because <laughs> 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 so, I don't think he's done anything. <laughs> My president. <laughs> Number 45 has uh, been off a little bit more than he did, too. I think he grabbed a hold to his tiger tail. When he found out, first of all, did anybody hear about what happened with the Navy ships, uh, the Navy ship and the Russian ship? 
Absolutely. Did anybody uh, again. hear? Okay. Did anybody hear about the um, rebuttal to number forty-five saying that he was going to bomb uh, Target cultural um, hmm. installations and 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 and, and uh, make those cultural targets a part of his bombing uh, strategy. The rebuttal to that was they were going to only target Trump's personal properties. That's right. (laughs) The first time that any any government has said, (laughs) we're going to tear down your shit. (laughs) To hell with your military bases. The hell with it. We're going to find those bankrupt casinos. <laughs> We're going to go after those country clubs that nobody from the country's there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When past presidents separate themselves from their personal life, their personal bank account, their personal homes, and they reside at Pennsylvania Avenue. Mm-hmm. Everything that they do is supposed to be protected by the United States government. Right. You don't run your business. You don't have people invite other dignitaries and other presidents to your personal home. You don't. You don't mm-hmm. make. Billions of dollars while you sit in the seat as the president cutting deals. So tell me that the man said, no, we we ain't mad at Americans. In fact, I was told, I don't know this to be the truth because I do not speak Arabic. But what I was told by one of my Arabic friends as he translated what the president of Iran said, he said, I have nothing against the American people. It is not their fault that they have an idiot for That's the right. president. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am not mad at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. We are going to put up a bomb. One dollar for every Iranian. Ooh, they came up with <laughs> millions of dollars. And they were talking about getting the head of our I said, what you going to do with his head? Oh, no, yes. please don't cut the head off. <laughs> I said, no, I love my wig, but don't do that. Allah, <laughs> they want, they want the wig and everything? That. I said, listen, I was saying, wig, bye-bye. Don't do that because <laughs> then he becomes a martyr, and you have all of these people that are going to be running and saying that he was doing such a great job. I said, no, let's break down. So apparently the man heard my thought and my prayers. He said, what we're going to do is we're going to prove to everybody that he's a fraud. He's not even a good statesman. He's business. He's not a good businessman. But we're going to see if he has insurance on all his shit because we're going to try from it. And so I said, "Oh no!" So as a consequence, it did have it did have some penalties because right here on this show, 
We had told you guys that there were a lot of buildings that had Trump name on them that wasn't his. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, some of those companies who have been uh, benefiting from having Trump's name on their buildings, now that they are being threatened with being blown up, they said, hey, this is our building. He don't own it. <laughs> he not his name on it. Please, we'll take the name down. He don't <laughs> He's not on We work hard for this building. Please don't tear it down. Don't blow us up. So they're in they're in a situation where they want to have his name removed because they said, you know, hey, listen, if you're gonna do something to his stuff, he don't have much stuff. But the stuff that he got, it ain't in here. So and then you have New York separating itself. The New Yorkers say, hey, listen, we've been through a lot. Trump doesn't even live in our state anymore. Please <laughs> go, go to Florida. Go go to Florida. Get that's where he is. You want his address? So uh, <laughs> that went on. So of course now Trump came back and he clapped back and he said, "Okay, I want peace." <laughs> he said, "We're gonna let them do this. You shot your missiles, your rockets. They didn't hit nothing." You know, they did land on the base where we are, right? They did kind of scare people. But we're not going to take that as aggression. You know, somehow the plane got hit. We don't know who did it. You know, but anyway, since there's no Americans on there, we're going to just let, okay, it, it is what it is. So this is where I come in as a independent thinker. Um and a founder of the new uh, conservative Americans uh, PAC. Um, we want to separate ourselves from people who claim to be Republicans but are not uh, <laughs> Republicans in the true spirit of being a Republican. Being a conservative is right. one thing. And being in the name of Republican, you know, taking kids and separating them from their parents and and doing some of the vile things that are being done now, which make Mitch McConnell and others look like Klansmen. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> reveal them to be Klansmen. Yeah. Um, that's a whole different situation. So I said, I'll have to say this. This is going to be a very exciting, exciting, exciting situation in the very near future. So I came up with a plan. I don't like most Democrats who are in control of the Democrat <laughs> National Party. Right. But I'm going to give them a free pass in 2020. Stop running for president and run to win the Senate. Yeah. Maintain the Congress, win the Senate. Then it doesn't matter who becomes president. You can not. You don't even have to impeach him. You can try him for treason, and be really done with them. Stop spending billions of dollars to win one seat when you all you need to do is win six United States Senate seats that you don't already have. Maintain Congress. Then you can take control and you can put things like they're supposed to be. 
Now, anything other than that, you're retarded too, and nobody should. We should be looking at a third party. <laughs> I will say it again. Instead of all of these United States senators running, which would mean that they would have to give up their seats in the Senate and make things even worse for those Democrats that's in the Senate, why don't you spend that money that you have in your coffers to win six more United States Senate seats for the Democrat Party? Maintain your Congress. Then it doesn't matter who wins the presidential seat because at this point everything is in terms of partisan anyway. And if dumb, I mean, if, if if Donald Trump wins his election, don't just impeach him. Triumph under treason. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You're retarded too. All I have to say about that, I'm not going to get all put out of shape with this election, with all these people who say they could do a better job as president. How the hell could you do a better job as president if you don't have a Senate to confirm even the appointments that you want to make? Somebody oh. has to say, somebody has to say, you know what? This is retarded. I want to clap that Camilla Harris has set her ass down. Nice woman, friend of mine, you know. But, you know, some things you do and you don't realize that there's repercussions. Now, 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 I expect for her to do a great job in the Senate. Stay there. Learn that right. They need you spunky fighting and, and being the policewoman prosecutor that you are. Prosecute this case when we get it up there for treason. Prosecute You be the main prosecutor. Let's go plan politics and move this country forward. We do believe that somebody has jeopardized the safety and security of this nation. But you can't do anything about it, running around the country, spending a bunch of money, and there's no guarantee at the end of the day that if you do win, you're not going to be able to move anything through the Senate. To all of my fellow Americans who do not have 17, 20, 30, million dollars in the bank and even if you do you're still no longer middle class go check go check middle class is now working class there is no more middle class middle class as it used to be is now a working class they are considering 72 as a new retirement. Your money has not been as powerful as you thought it would be with this man in office. The tax breaks that he gave did not include you. Therefore, you can continue to run around and make America great, and I will show you just how great he's made it. Back to the Great Depression. Statistics will show that more white Americans have been homeless, jobless, and on the streets than prior to this man coming into office. If you don't believe it, go check. There has been a shift, and the shift does not include you. 
for all of those people who believe in white power and good old Donald Trump is pushing white power, why did he marry a white woman? <laughs> why did he not marry an American woman? Good old Donald Trump had all of his companies and businesses overseas. His clothing line was made overseas. Now, all of a sudden, in one day, he flips and all of a sudden he's pro-American? You're a patriot for hell. The real patriots at the veteran hospitals across this nation are being abused. They are murdering our veterans through the Veterans Administration. They're giving them psychotropic meds. They're giving them chemo when they don't need it. I went to Detroit. While I was in Detroit meeting with the living Tuskegee Airmen, the VA in Long Beach, California, was giving my dad chemotherapy after they had sworn that he was too old and he received it. But unfortunately, through alternative medications, he has lived past the six months that they gave him three years ago. So they decided they would help him out. This is what's taking place in our veteran hospitals across the nation. And when I asked them, why didn't they call me? Because I am the next of kin that should have been contacted if any care plan, treatment plan was going to be changed. They said they had no answer for that. So now that they've started him on chemotherapy, I have to make the decision whether or not to let them continue and kill his kidneys and his and his lungs and his, you know, those things that will put him on, on, on dialysis. This is how they kill Americans because they feel like you're live, outliving your usefulness. Now you are on the dime of the government, so let's get you off of it. All of you red hat wearing uh, Trump supporters, all of you red hat Trump supporters, white power babies, I should see you at the recruiter's office. You should be going down there signing up to go fight Trump's war. If that's your man and you support him, go put on that United States government uniform and die for him. Let these other college kids or these kids that want to go to college that's in that uniform to better their lives and they don't have a racial reason for being in that uniform, let them take it off and you put it on. If that's your man's and you support his his every every walk and every talk, good, put your uniform on. He's calling for you. Go put it on. Let him send your kids your grandkids, over to Iran, over to Iraq, to die. I digress. I'm just saying. So, Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) Any thoughts? You raise a lot of really good points, and I do just want to add – when you started talking about statistics and how people are faring, we keep hearing from Donald Trump how great this economy is supposed to be because it's really doing great for grifters like him and his friends. Uh, The Trump administration, one of the little things, just one example of the kind of crap they do uh, so that when they lie and tell you how great the economy is, they can back it up with some cooked up numbers. For example, kicking 
million people off of food stamps so that they could say, look how many less people are on food stamps, as if those people have moved off of needing food assistance. No, they were kicked off. That, that's the kind of crap this administration does. They take things away from people in need, people who were you know, having to, for a, most of the time, a brief time, use the safety net from the taxes that they have paid in as Americans, um, you know, just kick them off. And then you can say, look, President Obama had it. He was the food stamp president. Look, we don't have those people on food stamps anymore. That's how much better we're doing. Well, no, those people are just freaking hungry now. And that's just one example of the kind of stuff this administration does. So, you know, you could be told every day that you're doing better, but if you still sit in your trailer waving your Trump flag and you have the same, uh, you know, issues that you had years ago, if you're still waiting by the mailbox for your Social Security check while you lament other people for being on the government dole and all that kind of stuff, how much better are you doing? What is, what is being done for you? You know, you can be told what to think all day long, but people really have got to start thinking for themselves and taking a really honest look at what is actually being done for them and why these people who they just consistently vote for just keep somehow going into these jobs in Congress and the Senate, regular folk, and leaving millionaires. How in the hell does that happen? Just ask yourself. Well, uh, take you a look at your own situation. Yes. Well, you put millionaires and even some billionaires on his cabinet just so that they would be able to say in their yeah. social circles, yes, I, I was a cabinet member. I, I did this. They had no interest in education. You have a secretary right. of education who doesn't know her <laughs> classroom, her classroom. From the country club. Yeah. Well, right. you have millions of teachers that are underpaid. I mean, here's a woman. And, you know, I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going to get some emails, and I'll so find I'll deal with them. How the hell can you be a woman, a, a female, and not be a part of the sisterhood that understand what these teachers are going through? Mm-hmm. You want them to be a teacher. In some states, you want them to be a police because you want them to have a handgun. You want uh-huh. them to be a mommy, a mama, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you want to restrict them from doing anything outside of what you tell them to do. Wow. You want them to buy their That's own right. chalk, their own That's stapler, right. you know. And then you want to tell them you can, you're going to be the least paid yeah. professional. Educated yeah. professionals in our United States, we can let a guy get out of prison and get a job on a trash truck, and he's going to make more. Than yeah. You. Oh, but and by the way, we're going to make sure you have hungry kids. Your most at-risk students are going to be hungry now. Oh yeah, we're going to cut the uh, a head start. We're going to. Yeah. Oh, and then we're gonna let we're gonna let Doctor Dum Dum Carson, uh, the 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 man who hit his mother in the head with a hammer, we're gonna let yeah. him cut the section eight. So now right. she's gonna be living in a car. 
That's right. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Mm-hmm. And in certain states, we're going to make it legal for her to live in a car. So because you know we just have such a big heart, you can live in your oh, yeah. car. It's no longer illegal to live in your car. The police, <laughs> we used to be living in the car. We're compassionate here. Yeah. You know, we just put their welfare and their Section That's Eight. Right. Still, they can live in their car. But 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 there's only certain streets. You can't come on my. Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going to herd them all over to your end of town, but they'll, oh. they'll be in their car, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Bishop, it, oh, yeah. Well, it's even, it's even worse than it sounds because on top of all that, true to form for this administration, Betsy DeVos not only doesn't know what she's doing and doesn't care at all, like you said, have any empathy with the sisterhood of, you know, teachers. She also has spent her entire life and wealth uh, pretty much single-handedly figuring out a way to destroy Michigan's education system. So, you know, her goal is to destroy public school. You know, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like, you know. You know the insert. Lost their school district. Absolutely. That's exactly right. And I mean, she helped that. She helped it along. That's what it takes. You have to show that you can destroy. You know, poor people. Let's let's talk about this. Uh, Poor people should do nothing but work. Now, as the president of the United States, I got more than Obama. I got more jobs than him. Look, we got Popeye's (laughs) chicken, Rodenberg. Kentucky, uh, we got uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah. We got I mean, you, 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 you mentioned it. We yeah. got it. We got we got McDonald's, and I love McDonald's. I, ooh, I love McDonald's. I don't to cook for me because you know my wife she hates me, but you know that's the way we do it. Um, <laughs> jobs, jobs, jobs. Nobody does it better than me. Listen, uh-huh. let me tell you something. I did more for Christianity than even Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, he cured cancer the other day. I don't know if you heard. He did. He did what? He cured cancer the other day. I'm not sure if you saw that tweet. Well, the Pope made him mad, so he was able to get some people that he knew to ask the Pope to step down. Oh, well, that's important. Yeah, he, he, he called some of his conservative uh, priests. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Did he get Newt Gingrich's wife, who is the ambassador to the uh, Vatican? Newt Gingrich's third wife that he met when he was swinging with her, while his fourth wife was sick with cancer. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, one other thing. It's not even true (laughs) that Donald Trump has done better on jobs than President Obama. The numbers don't even support that. It's every, every bit of it is a lot. If you just but don't I look at the truth, if you don't look at the facts. I have to say that I do believe that Donald Trump has gotten more jobs uh, and has got more people working than President Obama or any president before him. Now, they may not be working a legitimate job. Well, that's that's true. That's a very valid point. 
very – not to mention I just the, the opiate, attorneys I alone. The opiate, <laughs> I think the opiate sales and the salesmen yeah. for the opiates and all yeah. of the – you know, all of the other drugs that are now swarming on the streets again. You know, right. I, I don't know if people realize how many people are really down and out. I mean, I'm not talking about just a little bit. I'm talking about really down and out. And That's right. And you know, my new book, uh, you know, thanks to Donald Trump, you know, and uh, the Great Depression. He made America great again but with the Great Depression. Uh, I'm going to show people those a breakdown of those statistics and those lies. Um, you know, most people don't believe that, you know, but these fact finders, these fact checkers, they've been doing this for years. And them to come out, these are nonprofit, nonpartisan organizations that they work for uh, you know, for journalistic integrity. And this guy is at 100,000 lies. Yes. You know, I, I mean, just straight out lies that he just said. lies. Now yes. they, they think that while he's speaking, they just pop up on the screen. That's a lie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You yeah. know, I, it's an embarrassment. But, you know, I, I'm going to be supporting Donald Trump for a second term. And, you know, I think that we should have a big, 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 big office. And it should have Donald Trump 2020. And at the below it, it should say, not impeachment, try for treason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Wow, you know, yeah, um, it's it's laughable for me because you know the people that really. I mean, I had to check one of my friends the other day. He was like, "What well, Donald Trump is doing?" I said, "What is he doing for mm-hmm. you? You're sitting here crying <laughs> about you losing your company and you're about to, you know, you want to commit suicide one day." Because it's so bad that you'll be your family would be better off if you were dead. And out of the next breath of your damn mouth, you talk about what a great guy this man is and what I mean, you guys are retarded. <laughs> you guys are closet and racist. Yes. Yeah. But it's a stupid, stupid, stupid dog that doesn't really realize that he's biting his own damn tail. That's right. I mean That's right. How Retarded, do you have? Can't you feel the bite, you idiot? <laughs> Are you that yeah, but they, stupid? Go, go. They believe they believe that the bite that you're feeling is so much worse, so it's worth it. Okay, so let's do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me let me let me do this for my listening audience. That don't you know? Okay, so I was raised by a black. Mother and a black father, and my mom unrefutably was smarter than my dad. My dad told me this when I was a kid. My mother could make a dollar out of fifteen cents. She could feed seven people on what some persons would spend on one person going out. 
when times got hard, I could tell you four different kind of there's a pinto bean, there's a lima bean, there's a uh, a hard pea, and then there's a sweet pea. There's a lentil soup, there's a <laughs> there's noodles. Black eyed peas. <laughs> there's black eyed peas. There are chili beans. There are these are all these things that go over rice. And with a piece of meat or what would we would thought we thought at that time. Whether it was a hot dog, yeah. whether it was you know, whatever Damn. a hamburger patty, you know, stuffed uh, my mom oh this was really good. My mother would take a pound of hamburger meat and she would take bread and she would take cut up onions and bell pepper. And she would she would get some rice, and she would mix it in to this hamburger. And she would take that hamburger, and she would stuff it in these bell peppers. Yes. And each one of us got our own bell pepper. Oh, yeah. In the oven, and you get to stick your fork in there and get this meaty, ricey, oh, my God. Oh, did she put ketchup on top, Bishop? Ours had ketchup on top. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They cooked. Yeah. Like a like a like a mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, a ketchup yeah. crust. Oh my God! It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, you had no damn idea. Yeah. <laughs> that was big time. Oh wait a minute. How that was a fancy dinner. The yeah. The homemade French fries, the big steak fries. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. You know. I remember one time she laughed because I told her, I said, I want you to teach my wife how to cook. <laughs> and she just said, laughing. And she says, honey, you don't need those kind of meals. I said, mom, we had <laughs> this fish is the best. Listen, <laughs> fish stick night. Mm-hmm. Fish sticks. And we would get like three or four fish sticks. We had these great big, she would get these very big steak potatoes. Mm-hmm. And those potatoes would be so long and thick. Yep. Fish stick night, you thought that was the big. And she oh, yeah. on. Listen, I was trying to stretch whatever <laughs> dime that your dad had. That's it. That's right. And I That's mean, she right. had these glass, she had these little glasses. I told my sister that I laughed because there's this pudding. That she would make, and they would, we would have our own glass pudding, and not, it was a single serve, but it was hey, yeah. that was so yeah. special, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes. And and listen, I found out that the reason why she st- she got the little pudding glasses and started doing the own pudding because you could buy a whole box of pudding for twenty three cents instead of buying the ready made puddings. With four that you put in the refrigerator now, yeah, for a dollar and some or two dollars and some or whatever it costs now. Yeah. So back to this point, Donald Trump, you're not hurting me. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. I, I, I live within my means. I have friends that have yachts. I have friends that have Cessna planes. I have friends that yeah. have helicopters. I have friends that have timeshare. I have friends that live all over the United States. I can go and live the American dream, and it doesn't have, I don't have to rob nobody to do it. Do you understand that? 
He's yeah. an idiot to believe that <laughs> you're not hurting me. That bite is not on me. Right. I don't need to leave, leave $100 million uh, for my retarded-ass kids uh, that couldn't do shit if it wasn't for me <laughs> stealing all this money. Okay? Right. I don't have a bunch of retards running around on their dad's name uh, pretending that uh, they're going to do something over. And no, I don't. I'm sorry. And I'm not made off where I feel like I have to wait until I turn 90 to go to prison for somebody, you know, for my future generations to have money. No, I'm sorry. He's going to hurt those individuals who don't understand that this American experience is supposed to be for all of us. Yes. And to those idiots who voted in my Republican Party for any of Trump's kids to be on the ticket in 2020 oh. uh, f- uh, for Congress or the Senate, you are a bigger nut than I thought you were. <laughs> because so many of you have lost your seats. So many of you are now not even taken consider- not even taken uh, in the light of being a a a statesman. Mm-hmm. You know, and you would think that as long as that Kentucky bigot has been in the game, that he would have had enough sense. I mean, he did something that was just as bad as uh, 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 Jesse Jackson's son. Yeah. For him to come out and say, we're going to be talking to the uh, White House attorney to tell us what to do step by step. We're going to be mm-hmm. – we're not going to impeach him. We're not going to confirm it. How do you – Take an oath to be impartial after saying that. Yes. But how do we take you serious? Even, you know, you're just an idiot. You're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. An idiot who has absolutely no respect at all for any of the things that, especially Republican of Mitch McConnell's generation. <laughs> I, I mean, all these things, constitutional preservation, uh, you know, integrity, valuing our republic, take, you know, protecting the sanctity of the rule of law, all these Republican values that were supposed to be so important to Republicans and that are important to Republicans like you, conservatives like you, that they are just, it's, it's like the Constitution's become just toilet paper for people like Mitch McConnell. And he doesn't care. At all? Nope. Nope. That's what's so sad. That's what's so sad. Can you believe that? An awful lot of people. I mean, there's (laughs) the blood that is on that Constitution, that is on all of us that we're supposed to remember when we wake up every single day that it is our duty and our job because we are here to make sure that, that we, you know, work our until we're just dead to preserve those things and to uphold those things 
and to make sure that those words actually have value and that every day we work harder and harder to give back to this country and make this country what it's supposed to be, make it better for the next Americans. I mean, that actually means something. There are real dead people, lots of them, who died just for us to have the opportunity to take those things seriously and work tirelessly to maintain what they've set up for us. And these people, like Mitch McConnell, just, yeah, you know, it's just the Senate. It's just an impeachment. It's just a president committing treason. What's your problem? We got judges confirmed today, unqualified judges. Woo-hoo. It's, yep. it's a slap in the face. Well, it's a slap in the face, but to have Mitch McConnell, to have all of those senators that were against him, yeah, be kissing his record. Yeah, and and that's exactly what's going on. They're just afraid. Yep. They're yep. afraid, and that's scary. That's scary that this they they have allowed this monster to yeah. be grown. And wow, that's all I can say. Wow. That's right. Wow. So. Mhm. Yep, that's what's going on. Was it? Wasn't it Congressman um, Minority Leader McCarthy from California who said on a hot mic that Donald Trump and that other congressman Dana Rohrabacher were the two Republicans who he was certain were on Putin's payroll. And at the time, Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House. He said, oh, well, we just, no leaks, no leaks. We keep that in the family. And they all started laughing about it like it was a joke. They didn't like him back when that was said, but as soon as he got that nomination, they're just all standing in line to to wash his car. I don't know if, you know, I, I've never been able to uh, associate myself with someone that I was afraid of. Right. Exactly. Because you have integrity. <laughs> you, you have dignity. And, and, and I know that I will fight. So therefore, yep. you know, all that stuff. <laughs> That's I was the bottom involved. line. Well, I mean, it's true. I mean, if yes. if I'm working for you and you disrespect me, then I'm not working for you anymore. That's right. Some of the things that these people have put themselves through working for him, mm-hmm. I could never, ever, ever do. Right. And I would never, ever, ever do it. And <laughs> long, now that they've put themselves in that position, because I would have punched him in the face. I would have punched yeah. him in the face. And I was surprised that Rick Perry didn't punch him in the face. But they said that yep. he, was, he was all caught up in it, too. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the difference, Bishop, between you and them. I mean, you know, need we remind everyone, you actually went to prison, falsely accused, and the bottom line of that was you were standing up for the integrity of elected people not working for themselves and each other, but their constituents instead. That's what you sat in prison 
defending, ultimately. If I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that seems to me to be the takeaway from that entire situation for public, publicly elected people having integrity that they don't work for each other and themselves. They work for their constituents. I and mean, that's pretty basic. Let, 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 me, let me also say I was young and I knew nothing. When I thought I knew something, I knew nothing about how real politics work. And I believed what I was told. If you, and and, and, and when I found out that what I was told was not the truth, of course, I stood up and said that. And I'm told now in politics, you don't say nothing. See, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is an oxymoron for me. When I hear people like Trump uh, saying, any rats or snitches in my, you know, if you are the government, if you are the government and you are the leader of the free world, the last thing that should be uh, is that somebody has to snitch on you or a yes. whistleblower, whoever the rat whistleblower is. Uh, I want their name. I want them exposed. I want them, you know, this is some yeah. shit off of uh, uh, some Quentin Tarantino movie. That's you right. Know, the, the person becomes a president. This guy should never have been the president. He is no more than a, a, a bum, a freeloading piece of shit that yep. found his way into a con, and now he's there. Now, they have yep. a choice at whether they want to keep this democracy or they want this to become some damn reality show. But what I can right. say is that they have lost respect of the whole entire world. You know, That's right. And I don't know how there are still people who have children and grandchildren that are uh, the age of majority to go and be drafted, and you're still running around with this damn flag talking about you're a patriot and this man is your leader. You're a damn fool. You're a damn fool. Here's a a draft dodger, his damn self, who put on a Mm -hmm. uniform the other day, and the damn real veterans, the real patriots, they said take that damn uniform off. You piece of shit, you ran away, you never wanted to put the uniform on, you conned your, you cheated your way into the White House, you in mm-hmm. Russia, and you still are right. talking. Just the other day, he mentioned yes. that he wanted to do something um, and have Russia to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just crazy. Yes. Crazy. You know, no matter what. Now, here, Russia chasing and, and driving up on top of of, of of this 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 Navy ship. Yeah. You know, gun shown, you know, just totally disrespecting the United States Navy. And he doesn't say shit about it. Not a word. Because they own him. They gave him okay. his wife. They gave him his life. Both of them. And they bought his his uh, 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 buildings. Yep. They own him. And anybody that doesn't see that, they're just as retarded as the next guy who's supporting him. I'm sorry. I just, hey, man, you That's know, right. at some point, you just got to say shit. Either you're a damn fool 
or you mm-hmm. just, you know, you tell the truth. Yes. You're right. There's no excuses anymore. Every no single person knows or should know has the access to the knowledge that all of what you just said is absolutely true. So, you know, you're either lying to yourself or you're lying to everybody else and yourself, but one way or another, you're lying and you know he's lying and you just keep on doing it. There's no excuse at all for anyone unless you're living under a rock. (laughs) You have no idea what's actually going on and no way to find out what's going on, and there's not that many people. Everybody else is just there's no excuses anymore. You're right, Bishop. And, and, and there are people who, who, you know, were novice, who, you know, were apolitical. They just they're novice, and they thought, okay, well, let's give them a chance. You know, um, the the Clintons they had their baggage. Okay, that okay, let's just okay. You were novice. You didn't know. There are people who are out there. They're black people who want to be wealthy, and they look at his story. And they think, mm-hmm. oh, okay, some of that might rain down on me. It's not going to rain down mm-hmm. on you. He's not going to right. do anything with the legislation or with, with any of his power to help your broke ass. You're going to remain in a situation. In fact, it's going to get even worse for you, okay? Yeah. Well, all of the people yep. that are in the rural area that think that he's going to come, he's not going to do anything for you, nothing at all, nothing. And if you haven't seen that in three years, then you're a bigger idiot than you were before you voted for him. That's right. Okay? It's not better for you. And if you got three jobs now when you only had two, it's that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, your you only know? saving and grace he is at, he's trying like hell to take your health care, so maybe you'll be dead sooner. Maybe that's the silver ooh. lining for you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean I I, I sit there and I say, Okay, tell me how it's better for you. And, and these are some of my friends that are really, I mean, they are Fox News. Even Fox News have had to break uh, wind with this guy uh, on a couple of occasions because right. they just say, okay, this is, this, is way, this is beyond us, okay? Yeah. And I told some of the guys that watch uh, football on Fox, I said, how are you going to let these guys call you imbeciles and all kinds of shit, and in the next five minutes you turn on Fox and watch football? Say hell with their football. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it is not getting better for you. If you're not a part of this tax break that he gave to the 1%, where are you? Now, here's a little bit of information that I want people to know. And don't take my word for it. Google it. If you have access to a, a smartphone that's smarter than you or a computer, Go on that computer and look for property with zip codes. In the city of Compton, the zip code is 90220-90221 and 90222. When you put that in for that zip code, say that you want to buy a house. I want to buy the house, and you put those zip codes in, any one of those three zip codes or four zip codes. And 
see the cost of it. That's Compton, California, home of the Crips and the Bloods. If you purchase a house in that community, you're going to spend more than a quarter of a million dollars. That's the lease amount. And that's probably a one-bedroom that's a fixer-upper. That's a quarter of a million dollars. Hmm. So if you own two houses in that same community that are normal, regular homes, you're a millionaire. If you own them outright, you're a millionaire. If you own two of them. You can be a millionaire and still shop in the same market as those people on welfare. Use your little sense now. A million dollars is it anything? Nothing. Yet most Americans in their lifetime will never have a million dollars. Or have the property or liquidity that equals a million dollars. I mean, I, I'm I'm just being honest with you. Your little trailer, your little parcel, your little uh, uh, two or three acres that you own or you're paying for in the middle of America where the tornadoes come through, they call it Tornado Alley, or where your, your trailer is in West Virginia, the Appalachia, they call it, poorest damn area of America or Minnesota where y'all just love your Donald Trump. You don't make more than $12,000 a year. Your medium income is less than $1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. For everybody that lives there except for the people that run it. How dare you compare yeah. yourself with this man that has become a billionaire since he's become the president? Now, he won't tell you what he had before he became president, but he'll tell you that he made $4 billion since he's been in office, <laughs> inviting people to his resorts while doing the business of America and Russia, to the business of Russia. Please take yourself out of that scenario, comparing yourself to Donald Trump. Donald Trump bought land from your ancestors after the Civil War. That's where his grandfather and daddy made their money. Okay? Maybe if I break this down for you, that you're not in that 
that line of, of, of lineage, and you won't be. And supporting him is not going to help you get there. He does not know your name. You know, prior to him being in office, when the presidents of the past would go to a rally, they would call out the name of a person or a family that they visited or that they want to bring on stage. And they would tell something about them. And they would try to let you know that I may not be on your level, but I'm willing to listen. And I'm willing to do what I can when I get in office to make it better for you. Donald Trump doesn't have to do that because he has used racism and fake pride in race to galvanize. He has made people believe that Democrats are evil and bad. Let me tell you the biggest problem that I had with never being a part of the Democrat Party. That word liberal. When you look it up, it's fair. Who in their right mind would not want to be fair? I mean, it's almost like some of the people say that they don't like the LGBT having the the rainbow flag or the rainbow because the rainbow was for everybody. The rainbow was for not just Lucky Charms, but just rainbows for everybody. Now the rainbow is for alternative lifestyle. Well, I feel that way about people saying the Patriots support Donald Trump. Well, then who who are we? Those that fought for this country, who are they? Those who love this country, who are they? They lose the word patriot because these racist, bigots, pieces of shit want the word? They want to label themselves patriots? Wow. No, let's just call them what they are, bigots. Racist. Keep that name. That fits you. But if you want to be a patriot, then you have to care about everybody. The Indians, the blacks, yeah, the blacks, the German, the Dutch, the French, we're all American. And it's kind of strange to me how a person could be in the presidency and don't care about Puerto Rico, but you care about Russia. Wow. My solution, six seats in the United States Senate. Maintain your Congress and make some change. 
Democrats need to stop playing and move forward. There needs to be a pecking order. We need to stop with people running out there and just doing their own thing. Barney Sanders, Bernie, Barney, Santa Claus, I hope that you don't become a spoiler again. If you really care about this country the way you say you do, why don't you and Elizabeth Warren come together and decide which one of you going to be the vice president? I think she has a little few more years on you, Bernie, and they probably need you in the Senate. I I, I wonder what a person thinks about when they decide to run for the highest office in the land. And if you know from the last three years how bad it can get when you have someone like Donald Trump in that office. I don't understand how you so easily allow things to stay the same. You would think that somebody within the party that's much smarter than me and get paid money to strategize would say, who gives a damn who beats him? How do we curtail Losing this country and our credibility and our allies and our citizens. If all it takes is maintaining Congress and winning six seats and then nothing else matters, why would somebody come up with that as a strategy? If the Republicans have proven that because we have the majority, nothing matters. We don't care. We don't care what he did. We don't care what you prove. We don't want to hear from a witness. We're going to talk to Trump and tell Donald Trump is going to tell us what to do. His attorney is going to tell us what to do. Where is Rudy? I want a new campaign. Where is Rudy? Why is it that when they start talking about Rudy going to jail, we ain't seen Rudy, little little uh, uh, Uncle Festus-looking self? We haven't seen him nowhere. He was all, every little humpback man was everywhere. They start talking about him going to jail. <laughs> Where is Rudy? Where is Rudy? How could you have this many people to go to prison from your federal cabinet and have nothing, having nothing to, I mean, people are still thinking, oh, nothing's wrong. How do you get that, how do you get that bill that nothing's wrong? How does that happen? I mean, your campaign manager, this person, that person, this person, they're going to jail, they got to die, this person, and you still 
There's nothing wrong with Trump. He did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. I want to know what he did right. Okay, let's do that. Brianna, let's find out what Trump did right during his presidency. <laughs> you, you, you want you want to hear from uh, you want to hear from a Trump supporting Kate Kate. Sorry, my kids are being loud. You want to hear from a red hat wearing Trump supporter the answer to that exact question from last night? Sure. I got that queued up to play you right now. Hold sure. on. He'll tell you. Tell you. What is something that you believe the president has done well? Uh, I, I, I just, I'm not really sure. Is I just support him. There you go. <laughs> Woo, baby! I don't know. I'm just racist, <laughs> and I like him. I like red hats. <laughs> he is wearing the hat. <laughs> That's what's important, right? Well, the fact that he got a head. <laughs> I knew you'd love it. I do love it. I want to hear more. I want to hear oh, there, you know, you can find them all over the place. It's a really standard answer. Uh, there's some really great independent journalists out there who ask these questions. They go to places where the red hat wearing folk are, and they ask them that simple question. And they are not being snarky. They are not being condescending. It's just a very basic question. Oh, you look excited about Donald Trump. Tell me why. That's pretty typical of the answer, what that guy just did, very typical of it. Or the better informed ones, and by that I mean the ones who get the Republican emails with the talking points, they'll just tick off all the regular stuff that you hear Trump lying about all the time. But a good number of them answer just like this guy did. Sadly. Bishop, you might have us on mute. I'm going to give you a couple seconds. And you are on mute. Okay. 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 So I was, I was going to play a commercial if you were <laughs> cut off or no, something. I'm sorry. I, I, I was saying to myself, I was laughing so hard. I'm sorry. And, but I, <laughs> I did a whole bit. Well, I'm just going to tell you, it's two people in Texas. I mean, the United States of America dies for it. One of them is Louis Gomer, and the other one of them is Donald Trump. And I told my mama, I said, I like, I like Applejack cereal, and I like Donald Trump, and I, I like, 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 I like uh, uh, Louis Gomer. I like Louis Gomer. 
said, Louis Gomer makes me feel like I'm normal. When I see Louis Gomer, I say, ooh, <laughs> let go my buddy. Let go my buddy. Ooh, oh, my I'm God. Normal I'm normal because <laughs> Louis Gomer is just like me. <laughs> and then I see Donald Trump, and he's just like me, too. <laughs> and when we eat apple, apple crispy crunch cereal, we like them. Oh, and that's I what I'll I look did. like when my helmet comes off one day. <laughs> right. Well, I did that bit, and I had a whole crowd of people <laughs> laughing. And then after I did the bit, you know, I do stand-up comedy sometimes just to release my uh, <laughs> negative energy. And I do stand-up, and I just, you know, I, 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 I'm, I've gotten really, really good at it because I have huh, a lot of, Anxiety a lot of material. Sometimes. It's a lot of material. There's a lot of material. So I did that one. So a lady came up to me afterwards, and she said, "I would say that using the retarded is is you know that's bad, but you know um, because it's like wrong. It's like if you use the n word." So I said, "Oh, okay. How many businesses do you know that?" Um, have nigger in it. So she said, I don't know. I said, well, Google it. And then Google how many businesses throughout the United States that still use the word retarded. It's in the business name because retardation was not something that was bad. But since people have a way of making vilifying things, you know, even when it's accurate, retardation was not a bad thing. It was what it was. So right. if I offended you, I'm so very, very sorry. But it's a goddamn joke. And if you don't like it, you kiss my retarded ass. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yes, you're right, Bishop. As a special ed teacher, let me just back her up or back you up on this because I have met a lot of people who are technically on paper classified with mental retardation. None of them talk like that, but Louis Gomer right. does. None of them act like yeah. that. Louis Gomer does. Louis does. You're using the <laughs> definition of the word. Retarded means that they did not come to full um, yep. development. Okay. Their, exactly. their development was well, retarded. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, sometimes my wallet is retarded. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I go oh, to yeah. the store and it don't meet the, you know, <laughs> you win this you argument. Know, you win this argument. <laughs> I, you know, but I will tell you something. I I have gotten to a point where I I tell people the truth. If you don't like it, uh, do something about it. Mm-hmm. Here's a man who who has made fun of retarded people, handicapped really? people. <laughs> yeah, he's done everything, and you still support him. So hell, yes. I'm just some broke ass bishop. If you don't like it, you know, I'm not asking for your. It's not like yes. you, you have to pay me your uh, uh, any tides. <laughs> Withhold your tides. Yes. Like when, when Donald you know, Trump brought his arm up to his chest and with his wrist oh all limp God. and started beating his chest, he was making fun that of a guy who has right. that disability. <laughs> right, I know. But may I say that it was funny. 
I have, oh, to, well, I have to say. Just watching it him was, act like that, like at a grown adult man doing that, like you had to laugh because it was, it's so crazy watching a, a six foot something adult older man behaving right. like a two year old uh, okay. on a stage full of people and then saying, vote for me for president. Yeah, I had to laugh too. <laughs> right, and and uh, if it wasn't promoted, he more likely he, he more than likely would not have won. By the way, uh, let me put this out here before I put on this next bit. Uh, most educated people won't vote for, for Trump. They didn't vote for him right. the first time. They vote for black or African American, and you're listening to this. You need to know the truth about how you are being targeted for extermination. You and your children, your grandchildren, and your parents. You are all being targeted for extermination. Now, to some extent, we're all being targeted in different ways because there is a depopulation agenda that wants to reduce the entire global population to about one billion people. But it seems from observing the way they're doing this, they they sure do want to get rid of black people first. And they're actively doing it. It's happening right now. It's right under your nose. Most people have no clue that it's going on. And you've got Black Lives Matter out there marching for social justice, completely oblivious to everything I've just said. Where, where's Black Lives Matter talking about the abortion industry or the vaccine industry or the psychiatric medication of young black kids or the autism epidemic or the use of, of black children for medical experiments? Black Lives Matter doesn't touch any of those things. They might bash some heads at some speech that they don't like. Maybe take down a couple of Nazis or some white supremacists, you know, bash some white hoods out there. They might they might have a little bit of success at that, but guess what? You're still being exterminated because it's in the food, it's in the medicine. The scientific community is working to exterminate you. Hey, your enemy is not even the Nazis and the white supremacists. It's the scientists. It's the pharmacology evildoers. It's 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 the drug companies. It's the vaccine companies. It's the abortion providers. That's who's killing you. All right, in 1969, New York Times ran an article authored by Gladwin Hill. That's his name, Gladwin Hill. He's the author. You can look this up. The article is entitled, A Sterility Drug in Food. It's hinted. The article cited a scientist named Paul Ehrlich, who's a depopulation advocate, as well as the he, the chief science advisor for then-President Richard Nixon. And his name, the science advisor, is, let's see, Lee, Dr. Lee DuBridge. And he said, quote, listen to this quote very carefully. He said, quote, population control should be the prime task of every government. Here's how they were going to accomplish this. This is all in the New York Times in 1969. I reprinted the article in nationalnews.com. If you want to see this, you can read it for yourself. You can convince yourself. I'm not making this up. This is all on the record, okay? He said, quote, the addition of a temporary sterilant to staple foods or to the water supply would be the way to achieve mandatory infertility. Did you catch that? In 1969, they called for secretly inserting sterilization chemicals into the food supply and the water supply to depopulate the planet. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's in the New York Times, 1969. Same year we landed a man on the moon, right? 
advanced technology. What do they want to do with it? They want to exterminate blacks with it. Now, notice they call for adding this covert sterilization chemical to the food supply and the water supply. Well, what has happened since then? Lead poisoning in Flint, Michigan. It's a damaging chemical in the water supply, isn't it? It's right out of the playbook from 1969. This is part of the plan. And that's just one time they got caught. What about the tetanus vaccines in Africa that were found to be contaminated with a sterilization chemical? Same thing. They were going to hide it in the food and the water. Now they're putting it in the vaccines. It's all, it's all consistent. Oh, and by the way, that chemical that they found in the vaccines is called beta-BCG. Beta-BCG. Let me describe this to you, all right? Beta-BCG causes the female body to have an immune system response that builds antibodies that destroy her own fetus if she gets pregnant. Do you realize that through this chemical that they secretly insert into the vaccine, they can cause a black woman's body to turn against itself and to murder its own baby in absolute violation of natural law and biblical principles and medical morality and everything else. And they were putting this sterilization chemical into these vaccines without the informed consent of the women who were being sterilized. This is evil medicine. This is evil science. This is genocide in the name of vaccines for public safety, right? That's what they tell you. Oh, this is all for public safety? While they're making an African woman's body murder her own baby before it can be born, and they don't tell her about it? That's medicine? That's public safety? That's a holocaust. It's a holocaust against blacks across our planet. Now you see, you see why, why I have to speak this truth? You, you see why? You, wasn't it Edmund Burke who said, all that's necessary for, for evil to prevail is that good men do nothing, right? I'm not going to stand here and be silent. I'm not going to stand here and be intimidated. Those people out there, you know, they can, they can slander and they can defame me all they want, all day and night. Call me anything. Fake news, lies, fake accusations. The truth is that you people are genocidal maniacs trying to kill black babies and turn black women against their own babies. You're trying to turn a woman's womb into a murder system through the use of covert sterilization chemicals. That is a scientific and medical fact. And that's why I'm standing here today, to speak this truth, to put it on the record so that no one can hide from this fact that this genocide is taking place right now, today. It's not 1932 Tuskegee experiment anymore. It's more advanced. Now, it's not just one vector killing black people. It's five or six different vectors. It's in the food. It's in the vaccines. It's in the medicine. It's in the psychiatric drugs. Oh, and let's get to the food because this is the final chapter of this that will absolutely shock you. Now, you're, you're hopefully aware of genetic engineering of the food supply, right? They're called GMOs or genetically modified organisms. This is a, an advanced science technique to alter the DNA of food crops in order to build in certain traits and physical properties or even chemical properties that the scientists want to put into the food. Do you ever go eat sushi with black people? Now, black people only order. I wanted you to hear that because I think that 
it's important for my audience to realize that we're not the only ones out here fighting this. And the more white, educated people come forward and tell their truths, what they found. See, they have to. It's almost like you said, Rihanna, about those of us who received the emails for the, the narratives and the you know, talking points. When they send information to scientists and to, and to uh, college graduates that they want to be a part of their genocide, those that reject tell because they don't agree with it. And that's why so many educated people came forward and voted against Donald Trump and speak up against Donald Trump, you know. And it was it should have shocked him and others when he was talking about what he was going to do to Iran and China and Russia said, no, you're not. What? No, you're not. We have interests. Stay awake, people. Stay awake. There are people who recognize what's going on, and they're all not in cahoots, and they're all not agreeing that it's over. So get a hold, stand your ground, and fight. Fight. That's what it's all about. Rihanna, what did you think? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, yes. I know I've told you this a million times. My mom was uh, going to college when I was younger and working 60 hours a week. So a lot of the things that she read to us at night were her textbooks or her papers that she was writing. One of the papers that she wrote, I recall, was um, that sneaked uh, sneaked medicines into vaccinations and things that were mandatorily being pushed to be given to women in inner city areas or lower socioeconomic status. And most of the time, we're talking about African-American women and the forced sterilization. Um, and I, I just remember her reading that paper to us, you know, when I was young and talking about uh, that issue with us. This guy, what he was saying, those are facts. And when he says, uh, you know, that there is an agenda to reduce the population, anybody who thinks, oh, you know, any, any of the bigots out there or racists out there who are thinking, well, that's, that's black folks that they want to do that to. That's not me. If you think you're going to be included in this one billion person goal, if you don't understand that there's no room for most of us in this capitalistic, purely capitalistic drive to use up resources and consolidate those resources for you and your buddies, if you think you're one of their buddies, you better think again. You're one of the black women. I'm one of the black women, you know, and 
I mean, we people need to take this stuff seriously and get on board. Unity means we all have to unite with the most marginalized and targeted among us because that's who we are, most of us. Most of us don't have $5,000 saved up for our retirement. I mean, you're in that group with me, most of you listening, and we are in that group with people who just got kicked off their food stamps. That's the group we are in, most of us. We aren't included, none of us, in their agenda. And uh, the portions that we are included in, it's the portion they're trying to get rid of. So just like Bishop always says, you think you're the in group. You're not. You're not one of them. You're one of me, and I'm one of Bishop, and we're one of, you know, the homeless folk under the bridge. <laughs> That's who we are. So we better get it together and start figuring out what we're fighting for and stand next to one of the, one another and fight for it. Why would it take you this long to figure out? <laughs> you know, I I love to hear this man speak. My question is, why would it take this long for Republican senators and Republican congressmen and Republican governors and state reps and state senators, why would it take you this long? to figure out that Donald Trump shouldn't be president. If you've made if you've made a career of idolizing Ronald Reagan, then where were you when your party's nominee for president was kissing up to Vladimir Putin, the former KGB officer? <laughs> I, I, you know, you, you you used to criticize me for even talking to the Russians. Now suddenly, you're okay with your nominee having a bromance. <laughs> if you come from a family of immigrants. Like almost everybody here does, unless you're Native American. Where were you when your party's nominee for president called immigrants criminals and rapists? If you're a Republican official or leader out there and you've run for office on family values, family values, (laughs) why would you walk away from him months ago when you heard your nominee for president Call women pigs and dogs and slobs and grade them not for their character or their intellect, but on a scale of one to ten. You don't have to be a husband or father to stand up for women. You don't have to have a disability to say it's wrong to mock somebody with a disability. You don't have to be a Muslim to stand up for our fellow citizens who are just as patriotic as we are. You just have to be a decent person, and you just have to love this country. (laughs) 
That's all we saying. That's all we saying. That's all we saying. That's a patriot. That's a patriot right there and a real president. Hey, I mean, I don't know what you was thinking. But what I was thinking, when he was talking, I'm going to let you hear this again. Because some people wasn't hearing it. My question is, why would it take this long? Three years. For Republican senators and Republican congressmen and Republican governors and state reps and state senators, why would it take you this long to figure out that Donald Trump shouldn't be president? <laughs>
uh, every day criticizing President Obama for these frivolous, you know, Benghazi and, you know, these these things, made-up scandals. Uh, every day now he says, I miss President Obama. He's a good man, and he was a good president. Every day, and he means it. I mean, <laughs> the only the only couple of points I could even add to that laundry list that President Obama just ticked off, Republicans who my entire life were against frivolous lawsuits, for example, who were all for tort reform, tort reform, tort reform. Back this guy whom every penny that he ever actually made, because he's never earned anything, but every penny that he ever made came from filing frivolous lawsuits and out suing contractors so that he could get out of having to pay for the work they did on his things that he had built, stiffing the little guy. These are Republican values. Um, you're right. So let me say, this is what used to happen. This is why I happen to know that I'm 
Just trying to enlighten people. This has happened before. This is not the first rodeo. You can sit back and think that you are holding on to some type of false uh, superiority or some type of false uh, pride uh, uh, that that makes you different than someone else. Much to your chagrin, you're going to be fighting a battle that they fought in Berlin. Just, just saying. Uh, people have compared Donald Trump's politics to Hitler, and whatever Putin put in his soup. Uh, apparently, he has drank it and has appreciated every bit of it. So, good luck. Rihanna? Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking about what you're saying. <laughs> it, it just, it really is that simple and that black and white. And, you know, don't take our word for it. People, lots of experts, learned people who have spent their entire academic lives studying dictatorships, genocides, uh, death of rising democracies and young democracies, uh, Hitler specifically, um, they have been pointing out these parallels. People who have been careful their entire careers, who have never uttered even the hint of an idea that there's ever been anybody like Hitler, since Hitler, have been pointing out exactly what Bishop is saying. I mean, you know, it's clear. And if you actually listen to what Donald Trump himself says and what he, these supporters of his say when they're on the, the stage at these rallies, they admit it. They admit it. But it's so crazy that they admit it that when they look at somebody who asks them, did you really just say that? They can say, no, of course not. That's not, I've been clear. I'm the most unracist person. I'm the most patriotic person. I'm the most democracy loving person. <laughs> it's called gaslighting. That's a Nazi tactic too. <laughs> yeah. And once again, you're not, you know, you're not fighting against me. You're not, you're not on the side that's hurting Bishop. You're going against yourself because <laughs> we are in your lump. <laughs> you're with us, pal. <laughs> you're in the group right. that if your tire goes flat tomorrow, you know, you're with the 90% of us who don't have the cash in our bank account on the spot to fix it. That's who you're with. I, I'm your brother and sister, not Donald Trump. 
So, I mean, people just better figure out <laughs> what side they're supposed to be fighting on, or they're going to be just chasing their tail, like you said earlier, biting their own tail. I'm going to get another So, Rihanna. Rihanna? Yes. Sorry, your phone was cutting in and out a little bit. Okay. Um, Or it might have been my phone, but (laughs) I was hearing bits and pieces until I heard Rihanna. Oh, okay. Maybe it's my... Do you believe that in this day and time, you could actually have people to not recognize that Donald Trump is using a playbook that's been used before? Right. It's the same playbook. Divide the people up. Make one (laughs) so the people believe that they were... I don't know if anybody ever um, had an opportunity to see Schindler's List. Right. If you've ever, you ever had some time, uh, I, I would, I would, I would say, see the movie. Yeah. See the movie. Even if you've seen it, <laughs> see it right. again. Well, the reason why is because after you see the movie, they have a documentary on people who yeah. survived. That's right. And um, these these older people, these older Jews that survived, they um, wanted to discuss what happened after. Yeah. Um, those that made it out, um, who made it to America, but were separated from their families and then did not get an opportunity to to reconnect to some of their yeah. family members until 30 years after. Um, and, um, but they, they, you know, what they talked about when they got together, they were talking about how and what their family did to save them. Yes. Yeah. Them, them. Yeah. And I think that people really, should listen to what people had to go through. Yes. And what it meant to them to, I remember, Bishop, that one man who went on to serve in the United States military, and then he became a congressman, I believe from California, served his entire life served this country he was on the boat coming over here and he said after his camp was liberated the sailor handed him an orange and he said it was the most amazing thing he'd ever smelled and tasted and he was talking about that that was America for him that beautiful taste and smell the freedom to be handed this you know piece of fruit from this soldier who helped liberate his camp and was helping to take him to his new life and what it meant to him to give back to this country that defeated Nazism, genocide, 
what that meant, you know, that's what patriotism is about. And these people who lost everything talking about that, just, it's it's hard to believe. And then these are the same people who have spent decades saying to the world, never forget how this happened, what happened and how it happened. Never. Because if you do, it will happen right. again. And here it is it's happening again. Happening again. Yeah. It's happening again. Yeah. And we're allowing it to happen. And some people yeah. are jumping off and they don't realize that your little red hat is yeah. and even some of the some of the little Nazi um uh, uh, people, kids that are that are playing Nazi, you know, yeah. you are you are actually um, wearing the sign of Hitler when it was yes. your grandfather, yes. you know, or great who fought yes. to free the people and to get rid of Hitler. Yeah, now here you are. That's right. Nazi sign up as if it was a good thing. Yes. Oh my gosh! And these people with these people with one, you know, one Trump flag, then the American flag, and then the Confederate flag. (laughs) You are literally flying the flag of a traitorous sect (laughs) that attacked America. Shouting for Trump, you know these Nazis that marched in, marched in Charlottesville, and then the President of the United States said these are very fine people. Nazis marched on American soil. You're spitting in the face of my great grandfather who fought in World War II. Of Bishop's dad was your dad World War II or was he Korean War or uh, Vietnam? World yeah. War II, and then my grandfather in World War One. Yes. Yeah. Defeated the the Nazis Defeated the Axis powers What does that say to them? To your father That the President of the United States Can allow Nazis to march on American soil Mm. They don't care Right They truly don't care Because they've redefined patriotism To mean all in for Trump And wearing a red hat Right being okay with Russia. Being okay, not just being okay, being their lapdog. That's right. Being Russia. That's dog. right. Just call it what it yep. is. You're right. I don't know how. Sick. Yes, that's exactly what it is. You know, we have got to do better in this country. We've got to do better. And and, and, and and we should be able to do better without any type of reservation. I know we're going to be coming to the end here. I want to uh, remind you all, it is your responsibility to be a good citizen, to be a good person. And I want you all to know that regardless to what you say and regardless to what you do, um, uh, 
your actions are going to be reflective of your life. And if you, regardless of whether you think you're a good person or a bad person or you don't think it matters, when we're no longer able to make a difference, when we're no longer around, when people are no longer watching, somebody is going to look back and they're going to see who you've been, who you are. And I would hope that they will say you were a good human being. Because a good Catholic, a good Christian, good Muslim, I don't think that that's going to matter a whole lot. Because if you weren't a good human being, I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. So stay woke and be the best person you can be. And maybe a young person will look at you and want to emulate that person that you have shown to be. Thank you for tuning in to the Ombudsman Press Show. I've been your host, Bishop L.J. Guillory. I want to thank our engineer, Rihanna, for being there. That's my sidekick, and she's always got my back. Tune in uh, Monday for the Marvelous Monday Show with Dr. Shirley McKellar and Bishop L.J. Guillory. This year, we're going to have hot topics coming up. Rihanna, take us home. The homeless is still homeless. The poor is still poor. Yet we find billions of dollars to fund senseless war. And yes, we're fighting terrorism. What about the quiet racism? Dividing among ourselves. Somebody's crying for help. Heaven is listening. Heaven is watching. Heaven knows. may not play this on the radio cause the devil don't want you to know if we don't stop the hypocrisy the nation will lose its soul then rather play music about money and sex like we don't have no intellect somebody need to show some respect cause God ain't through with us yet heaven to listen Preachers, that's not preaching. Yeah. 
the ceiling. Oh, heaven knows. 